Hi, and welcome back to Growing in Grace. My name is Brian. And this evening, we're going to go over a chapter, chapter eight in the London Baptist Confession, where these founding fathers um, of the creed um, really kind of elaborated on what it really meant um, extensively as to what it really means that Christ was our mediator. And they expounded upon this much more thoroughly and exhaustively than I possibly could. So I'm going to take a few excerpts as to what they have written down and what they came to find as to what that specifically means as Christ being the mediator. And I'm going to go ahead and elaborate that on that afterwards. Um, however, I just wanted to give a a better definition and an understanding as to what they meant by it. And so we have a much more well thought out foundation before I will go ahead and kind of extract it on my, my own, um, in my own words. Um, so here on chapter eight of Christ, the mediator, it sees that it pleased God in his eternal purpose to choose and ordain the Lord Jesus, his only begotten son, according to the covenant, made between them both to be the mediator between God and man. He is the prophet, the priest, the king, the head and savior of the church, the heir of all things, and the judge of the world, unto whom he did from all eternity give a people to his seed, and to be by him in time redeemed, called, justified, sanctified, and then glorified. Um, and now as we go, I would like to um, really taken in much more of a personal and biblical context as to what it really means, um, what it's trying to explain. So it pleased God, first of all. Hmm. So if it pleased God, so God so lovingly, uh, if, we, if we remember the, the verse that seems to be memorized by most Christians, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, John 3.16, um, for his eternal purpose and to choose and ordain the Lord Jesus. So there is a particular person of humanity that God has elected and chosen to be the mediator between man and God. Um, so now if we go ahead and turn to one of the prophets, Isaiah, in chapter 42 of 1, you could turn there with me. I'm going to go ahead and turn there. Um, so this is, this is talking about the Lord's chosen servant. And, um, he goes on and, and says, behold, my servant whom I have uphold, my chosen in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the, he will not cry aloud or lift up his voice or make it heard in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break and a faintly burning wick he will not squench. He will faithfully faithfully bring forth justice. And, you know, this is, this is going based on, you know, Israel was idolizing idols. That's really what it was coming down to. And God then go ahead. Isaiah is pointing towards someone that is going to be a servant, a servant appointed. Um, he's already identified that covenant people of Israel 
as the servant of the Lord. But now he's introducing another application of the expression. Um, it's going to be kind of appointed in divine empowerment and stand in that contrast for the idolatry that Israel is going through. Um, he's going to then appoint a servant, which is then pointing towards Christ, saying, this is going to be my son in whom I'm well pleased and who I'm going to be the mediator. Um, he, so he's pointing towards that. Um, now, if we go back into the New Testament, <laughs> and what I find absolutely I find it amazing, and that's why I, I love the Bible so much, is that these, these books have been written, you know, thousands of years apart, and they seem to, on the surface, potentially be contradicting. But um, Isaiah is pointing to this man and God, um, one person in, in two divine essences is the, the, the deity of Christ and also the humanity of him. Um, he's pointing to this person and he, he just knows it's going to exist, but he just doesn't know who it is. But he's prophesizing about this person, which I, I find it's really inspiring. It's inspiring by God, really. Um, so here we go in First uh, Peter. Uh, chapter 1, verse 19 and 20. And we have here the Lord speaks. He says, uh, let's see. But with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without blemish or spot, he was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but was made manifest in the last times for the sake of you. Now here he's he's talking about Christ being with the Father and the Holy Spirit before the foundations of the world. And that goes in the head and elaborates that Christ is God and was with God. The word was, was God and was with God um, before the foundations of the earth. And that just goes ahead and proves that Christ was with the... The Trinity, he is a part of the Trinity before everything even started to happen, which goes ahead and therefore explains that Christ is the deity. Um, but also, not only that, it, it goes in, it goes in into further detail here that it's now it's talking about the Lamb. And again, this is another foreshadowing um, as to what the Old Testament used to do. The sacrificial system was. Um, by the Passover, um, Israel ransomed, um, you know, the Passover lamb. So now that Christians, now they have been redeemed by the precious blood of Christ, which that was of the lamb and, you know, the, the risen lamb. And that's, that's what he, that's what he's been called. Um, and again, it, it goes to show before the foundations of the world, Christ was chosen as a redeemer of the elect. In eternity past and and that you know there's scripture based on that there's a there's a um, cross reference there between john chapter 17 24 um we can we can turn there so if we go to the gospel of john chapter 17 
verse 24. Give me a second while I while I turn there. Um, so 17, verse 24. Father, I desire that they also whom you have given me may be with me where I am to see the glory that you have given me because you love me before the foundation of the world. Again, he is reiterating that God's going to elect people, but he's going to elect people because they're with Christ. And, um, and Christ was before the foundations of the earth. And that that's how it all um, kind of coincides, that Israel is no longer just the Jews. Now it's Gentiles, every tongue, every nation um, that understands the glory and the honor of Christ and makes Christ their Lord. It belongs to that family. Now, um, if we turn to Hebrews chapter 5, that's another cross-reference of the first chapter or the first paragraph of the London Baptist Confession, they have a Hebrews chapter 5, verse 5 through 6. So chapter 5, verse 5 through 6. So also Christ did not exalt himself to be made a high priest. He humbled himself and was appointed by him who said to him, You are my son, today I have begotten you. As he, he says also in another place, you are a priest forever after the order, and I'm going to butcher this name, so I apologize, Melchizedek. I'm going to butcher it. I'm not really well-versed in that area. Um, but again, it's mentioning... Um, it's mentoring that, that mysterious figure in the Old Testament, and it's pointing towards, pointing towards Christ as the, as the mediator. So those are just a few of, few of the, um, the representations as to how Christ is the mediator. Christ is the mediator for God's eternal purpose to choose Christ and to make that covenant between him and his people. So why... Why exactly do we need a mediator is really the real question. Um, and again, and so if we turn to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 24, Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, um, the Greek word for mediator signifies a, it's a middle person, one that makes up the breach between two disagreeing parties. So if we're speaking about theology, we're talking about God. <laughs> And ourselves as human beings, we're at variance with God by sin. So now Christ mediates and becomes umpire between us, and he reconciles us to God through his blood. Therefore, he is called the mediator of the new covenant. Um, and there's no other way of communion and intercourse between God and man, but in through that mediator, which is Christ. And... Um, so we are all at, at enmity with God. We're all enemies of God. It says that in Romans. Um, no one seeks God. And the wrath of God is upon them. 
And so in order to take that away, we need a mediator to come in for us to show and substitute his righteousness for us and impute his righteousness for us and take our sins away. And the only person that could do that would be a sinless man and a sinless God, which is Christ. He takes away that and he takes away the wrath of God to make peace with God. Um, but he's an intercessor as well. Um, Christ has entered not into the holy place made with hands, but into heaven itself. Now to appear in the presence of God for us. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 24. He's an intercessor. When we call him the high priest, he's, he's in there praying for us. He's at the seat of mercy for us, pleading for us. And to show us that... Um, he is our blessed Lord and the, the mediator. That he, he, he is a person and um, he's full of, full of grace and, and mercy. Um, so that we, ha we, have to, we have to fully understand that um, if we consider Christ our mediator and his graces, these are the, uh, the anointments that we, we have in him. He's uh, full of grace, full of truth. He has the anointing of the Spirit without measure. Grace in Christ after more in the glorious manner that it is any, in any other saint. <clears throat> um, we have the never-failing fullness of grace in Christ if, if we're walking with Christ and if we're, we're dividing our life and our faith and um, to him and to him alone, the only one that can save. and. Um, and that I'll leave it at that. Um, as much as I would like to get into it even more, I, I'm trying to make these um, these podcasts rather relatively uh, straightforward and simple. Um, again, I have a I have a YouTube channel, Growing in Grace. Um, if you'd like to check that out, uh, I'm also doing like Bible studies and and whatnot based on there. Um, and I also have a a, um, a website as well. So if you'd like to check that out, growingingrace.org, um, I'd be greatly delighted. So take care and God bless you.